welcome to Knitter Square. I'm your host Leanne Hunt and I hope you'll pick up your knitting and spend the next little while with me as we share that warm fuzzy feeling that comes when we knit and crochet for charity. Hello everybody, it's a Sunday afternoon as I record this and a beautiful afternoon here in Johannesburg. Um, there are children playing in the pool next door, which is amazing because it's actually autumn. Um, well, autumn according to the way the garden looks. I think it's probably winter technically because we are well over the beginning of May and heading towards the, the shortest day of the year in June. But never mind that, um, it has been wonderful in the garden. The grass is still a bit green. I have a white stinkwood tree outside my window which has um, yet to lose its leaves. It's still only a little threadbare, and it's usually lost its leaves completely by midwinter. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I just wanted to set the scene for you because um, I'm sure all over the world there are different weather conditions happening, and I know um, in England uh, it's been very pretty beautiful weather. Hopefully it still is when you hear this, but maybe that cold snap that we've been hearing about has finally arrived. Um, as I uh, record this, I'm working on a, an ordinary uh, double knitting square, and it's one of the ones that are for the, um, the Knitter Square Cal, which is being run at the moment by Rebecca Price. I have an interview from Rebecca later in this episode, where she talks all about her inspiration for the Cal and how you can get involved. My square that I'm knitting on at the moment is in turquoise double knitting wool, and um, it's, uh, I've, I've done most of it, and I'm coming towards the, the second corner. So in other words, um, you start in the corner, you increase upwards to, to the width because it's diagonal, and then you decrease again until you get down to one stitch, and then you cast off. So um, I haven't made one of these before, but when I started it, I found that it was actually much easier than I expected it to be, and I'm really quite pleased with the result. So according to Rebecca's design, we will be making four of these. Um, the other news I have for you is that in this episode, I have interviewed Wandi, who is one of our board members. Um, she lives in Soweto and has very close contact with Protea South, which is an informal settlement. And she speaks to us about how um, the, the people are in great need in that area and how she, with um, along with the other board members, were able to gift some um, food vouchers for lo local supermarkets to people who are in great need. So I um, hope that you're going to enjoy that, and particularly because it'll give you more of an insight into the, the kind of communities that we serve. Obviously, we, we only um, do blankets and beanies and hand warmers and toys for the very young children, but it's their parents that are unemployed at the moment. And during this COVID-19 lockdown, they really are suffering because of not being able to get out onto the streets, not being able to um, sell their, their products or wares, and you know really being um, very compromised as far as getting, getting hold of money and food are, are concerned. So I'm hoping that you'll enjoy that, uh, those, two ep those two interviews that I'll be doing, um, presenting for you today. I think that's all from me for now, um, and I hope that you can hear the birds singing outside. Not sure if you can. 
Um, but it really, as I say, is it's a lovely afternoon. I particularly enjoy my garden at this time of year because everything is starting to sort of slow down. Um, I normally have somebody come in and cut the grass because we have quite a big lawn. Uh, but um, the grass has started slowing down too, the growth of the grass. Um, we have got uh, the vegetables in the garden are also just kind of going to seed. I've got a couple more vine, uh, pumpkins on my vines, which will need to be picked soon. Um, and my, my tomatoes are definitely over because uh, the, the leaves have all gone crisp. <laughs> anyway, on my patio, I did put a couple of pots with uh, thyme and mint and rosemary and um, I was hoping to get some coriander although I think that that is not available until spring comes again so I'm growing some herbs on the, the patio oh and I do have some basil plants which are doing beautifully because they love growing on my patio where there's lots of sunshine and um, regular picking I do take the leaves off regularly to pop into omelets and tomato sauces and even into salads, um, and I've grown to really appreciate having the, the the herbs right there where I can where I can pick them. So I think that's enough from me for now, and I hope that you will enjoy the interviews as they as they proceed. Okay, I've got Wandi on the phone, and we're going to chat a little bit about uh, how she joined Netta Square and um, the work that she does. So, Wandi, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Wandi. <laughs> I stay in Shawela, Extension 3 in Soweto. Great. And Wandi, um, can you tell us when you began with Witness Square, how that all happened? I met uh, Rhonda and Lindy. I was in our small church in Protea South in formal settlements. Mm -hmm. They were doing an outreach, giving out blankets, beanies and and warmers. Yeah. I was uh, uh, dishing out soup okay. and Rhonda asked if I would be interested to join them. Then I said yes. Brilliant. And she wa I was invited to her house and I found Lindy, Rhonda and one lady. They were opening parcels from overseas. That's how I met them. And up till now, I think it's about 10 years yes. or more years. Yes. Wonderful. So, and, and you were obviously drawn to do some kind of caring for people if you were giving out soup in the beginning. Um, so what drew you to Nitta Square? I liked Nitta Square because they were giving blankets and beanies to the uh, vulnerable children in the informal settlement in Protea South. Yeah. So whilst we were uh, giving food soup and bread to these needy people they gave them blankets which kept them warm for sure and it made uh, our distribution even more it had more weight mm. because the people they only came for food bread and uh, soup now rona nita square they gave them blankets and they gave them beanies and that made them add smiles on their faces for sure because uh, Nita Square, when it came to Protea South, Protea South is an informal settlement. The people there, they live in shacks. Mm. And it is very cold, even summer and winter. Wow. Yeah. 
Wendy, can you um, describe for our members uh, the way that you would normally go about a distribution once you've got blankets packed in the bags at the barn? Um, what do you do then if, if you are going out to, say, a creche or something? Can you explain to us the process and what you would find? Okay. Uh, by the word of mouth, people know that I'm working for Nicholas Square, a charity organization which gives people blankets. Then they would identify a crash and come to me, and I will talk to the principal or the teacher there. Mm -hmm. Then I would go to Rhonda, tell them how many kids are there in that crash. Then we would pack the blankets in our bikey, and yeah. then we go to that uh, informal settlement and give the blankets to the to the children there in the crash. Sometimes we 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 we, we even give them food. Rhonda would give us apples, maybe biscuits, mm -hmm. just to make them happy. So it's like so a... if I if I give one crash, the word of mouth, the other crash would see the blankets and they would ask that person, where did you get the blankets? Yes. It, it goes by the word of mouth in the informal settlement. Lovely. And and these are very needy children, aren't they? That they don't have they much. Are, they are, they are, my dear. Because when you get there, thanks to Nature Square, the contributors, because sometimes they give us uh, the, the, the vests and jerseys. Mm -hmm. So when we have enough, I take them to the crash, and you find the child is just wearing a tee that is torn and dirty. And when you give them those jerseys and those small jerseys, you know, it makes a big difference. For sure. And you find them, the hair, they are not combed. Sometimes the skin on their faces is dry. Oh. I always keep Vaseline, you know, Vaseline. Yeah. The petroleum, that ointment. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so that they can just, you just rub it on their cheeks. Shame. Shame. Yes. It, it, it's just... It's so sad, but life goes on even though it's like that. And they usually have like a party or something when you go, isn't it? They they really get very excited. They, they, they get excited. <laughs> Sometimes we make a video, they sing for us, and they make uh, their rhymes, and they get so excited. Remember, some of those kids, they are so vulnerable and so needy. When you give a toy, some one of them will even cry to say, "Is it really mine?" Oh, yeah. And one would ask you, like the great arts, they would ask, "Am I taking my blankets home?" Yes. <laughs> you, you you know really it's it's so sad. They can't but even believe that. They put smiles on their faces. Yes. They will sing and jump for you. Oh, it's lovely. Sure. Oh. <laughs> And uh, once this COVID-19 um, uh, virus and the, the lockdown has affected the communities in a big way, hasn't it? Yes, in a very big way. In a very, very big way. There's, it has increased the, 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 the poverty, in fact. What are you seeing in your neighborhood? Like where I am now, it's so quiet uh, in the end. Mm. It, 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 it's very quiet and... Hey, you know, the 
some organizations they bring food but they can't give to everybody mm. and it's not easy to identify those needy people because there's this uh lockdown thing yeah it, it, it's it's just so sad and many people yeah. are unemployed now aren't they they are so unemployed when they see the truck that gives the food parcels there is just stampede oh really it, it, it really it's so sad you, you, you see uh, the, um, a lot of people are unemployed especially in the informal settlements mm -hmm. those are the most vulnerable yes yes where i am there's a lot of people who are not working but it's not the same like in the mm -hmm. informal settlements For sure, because you've got proper houses and um, it's it's at least a safe place from the sheltered and all that. The informal settlements, I guess, are very, very exposed. They are. Yes, yeah, we are in the uh, better, little better houses, but it, they, they feel the pinch too because some they were selling vegetables in the streets. Mm -hmm. Some were selling old clothes in the streets, but they are not allowed now oh. because they don't have permits because they are not registered yeah wow you, you see so they are not registered they cannot go and sell what they used to sell oh it's very sad it's and very um sad. uh one can you fill us in on the the little project that that ronda organized with you board members um to distribute some food vouchers wow i can't thank uh nita square enough uh mm -hmm. in the end You know, when I got to the informal settlement in Protea South, you know, usually I work in that area with Nita Square. Mm -hmm. you, you know that those, those people, when I got there, they made dumpling, ne? Yeah. They were going to have that with some black tea. Yes. And I introduced myself and told them that I'm from Nita Square. When I gave the, 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 that voucher, the yes. food voucher, they cried. They could not believe it. Oh, that's amazing. They just, because they were having dumpling and black tea. Yes. And that lady that I went to her house, she came a week before that uh, gave us those vouchers mm -hmm. and I, I I had some samp in my house I had some soup that's why I thought that let me go to that woman who came to ask for something yes I, I can't thank Nature Square enough yeah. you know and the other one too with grandchildren small shake and it was like where do you come from Wandy with this <gasps> it was That food voucher, it made a lot of difference. For sure. So and the, the one even wrote a letter to Nature Square. I, gave, I, I did uh, post it to Rhonda. Oh, lovely. To say thank you, Nature Square. Yes. Oh, that's she, so she special. She said thank you. You came at this uh, needy time mm. when there's this COVID, when mm. we are in need and hungry. Thank yes. you, Nature Square. Rhonda's got the letter. I send it to him by phone. Yes, yes. That was a very, very good gesture. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Nita Square. 
So we, we, we aren't actually even in the, in the business of, of um, sending, you know, food parcels or anything, but our members really came to the party and um, raised some money for you board members to hand out some vouchers. Oh, they made a big difference. Yeah. They made a big difference. Mm, it's lovely. Mm. And meanwhile, what are you keeping yourself busy with once? Are you uh, doing some knitting or sewing or anything while you're at home? No, I'm, I'm not good in sewing <laughs> the, 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 the blankets, but I'm making some uh, face masks. Oh, that's very useful. Good. I'm making face masks with some remnants and then... Yes. I sell them to keep myself going. Well done, yeah. I sell them for 20 rands. I use the remnants that I always keep. Yes. Oh, that's marvelous. So you're at least finding something to do and keep yourself busy. Yes, you can't just sit. It's so strenuous and... It's a funny period anyway. I don't know how to describe it. It is a very funny period, yes. (laughs) We are locked in. Yeah. And we are missing yes. each other, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, the volunteers, we, we normally see each other every week or so, and we're missing each other. Very much. The chat, chat, the beautiful squares, yes. the laughs, oh my God. Yeah. The beautiful blankets that we see that the ladies make overseas. Yes. We miss all that. Yeah. Well, let's let's just hope it's you know the lockdown's not going to continue too much because we we're really hoping to get back to it, and and to be able to distribute the the blankets and things to the the vulnerable children. Yes, especially now with that it's winter time. This Absolutely. is the busiest time in Nature Square. It is. You're right. Yeah. It is. Yes. So. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, Wanza, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I thank you so much for chatting to me. Um, We will we'll end it there, but I'll certainly be chatting to you again and to some of the other volunteers um, because I think it's just so great to get your input, and you you know you you have so much insight into the needy communities. So it's really wonderful. Yes, yes. Thanks, Wanza. I appreciate it. eh? Thank you. Lovely. Rebecca, it's great to speak to you today. This is Rebecca Price. Uh, she's in England and she's one of our moderators. Um, Rebecca, would you like to say hello to the listeners? Hello, everyone. <laughs> Where are you in England, Rebecca? I'm in Leicestershire in the small town of Mar- uh, no, in the small town of Melton, Mowbray, which is very famous in England for Stilton cheese and Melton Mowbray pork pies. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> that sounds so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the weather like as we speak? Because here in, in Johannesburg, it's sort of autumn, but it's very warm. What's it like where you are? Well, looking out of the window at my garden, um, it's all in flower and all the trees and bushes and things are in full leaf. And above it, there's a beautiful blue sky with very fluffy small clouds in it. However, we have been told by the um, weather reporters that it's going to get very cold over the next few days, unseasonably cold. So, okay. And I believe you just had your VE Day celebrations in England. 
Yes, that's right. Um, in my street, we all went out and stood on our drives. Um, it was a gorgeous afternoon yesterday. Um, we stood on our drives and we all enjoyed the national toast together. Um, I know some streets did um, sort of picnics on their front drives and things like that, but we've got quite a lot of people in their late 80s and even in their 90s that live in my street so we were being very careful mm -hmm. <laughs> yes and you saw the airplanes flying over yes there was um there was well there was quite a few um special planes which we didn't see so the red arrows flew over they flew over our town but not over our street um and down in the far south there were there were spitfires over the white cliffs of dover so so yeah very special <laughs> now rebecca i know that you're one of the knitter square moderators um would you like to tell us a little bit about how you first got involved in knitter square how long you've been involved and um what role you play ah right okay so how i first got involved um I think I came across it just on the internet in Google um, and it just seemed such a good idea and um, I, I, you know it really caught my imagination and, and I've been hooked ever since well needled ever since because I'm <laughs> very rarely crochet anything um, how long have I been involved I honestly don't know several years she says mm -hmm. vaguely um, <laughs> Um, and I, um, I joined the Facebook page um, for Knitter Square in the UK, but it was sort of languishing. There was mm. very little happening on it. So um, I, I sort of took it by the scruff of the neck and started posting things and started getting going and, you know, it, it, things are moving along now we've had quite a few, well we've had quite a few people um ask to join the page um since the lockdown in the uk i think because they're they're knitting to avoid boredom yeah um, um you know and they like i did they look up on the internet but um because the facebook group is active and people are posting in it and so on um, it's coming up on Google as well, so they're they're going to that, and then I point them from there to the Knitter Square um, forum. Yes, yes. And then, of course, we can put um, pictures up on online, and I know the forum is full of pictures of lovely things that people are making. Yes, it's very easy to put pictures up on Facebook. That is mm. one good thing about it. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then you decided to do a, a knit along. So um, I believe it's Knitter Square's first real knit along. So how did, where did that idea come from? Um, well, the um, the internet seems to be full of knit alongs and crochet alongs at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a member of the Knitting and Crochet Guild, which is um, an organization, a, a charity mm -hmm. in, um, in the UK. And we were discussing doing some knit-alongs and crochet-alongs um, there, really, to, to keep people occupied and help people feel a little more 
linked with other knitters or other crocheters and also um, to improve people's skills a little bit maybe um, and let them have a go at something new so I'm going to be doing a Tunisian crochet along which could be oh, interesting wow. Yeah, that's challenging. <laughs> um, but um, it sort of planted a seed in my mind. And I thought, the number of people who say to me, oh, um, can I just do, um, I can only do knit, or I can only do knit and, I can only do knit and purl. It always makes me laugh like that one, because what else is there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just um, the different combinations of those stitches. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um and i thought we've got quite a few people who are lacking in confidence they're not confident yeah. yeah um and i thought you know we could do something and then i thought i could do something yes start <laughs> with something really easy like the plain janes um you know the, the garter stitch squares mm. which are so important and so much a part of the background of every blanket and they are the foil that makes the the patterned or the um picture squares really stand out that's true yeah um, and also they're just great for if you've got you know a quarter of a ball of something you could just use it up that's so, right um, and i thought and you know people are confident enough to have a go at a plain jane and then I thought, right, and then we can move it on from there mm -hmm. and we can start doing diagonal knit squares mm -hmm. or we can do a striped plain Jane, which, okay, is no longer a plain Jane, but it's, it's the same stitches. We're just yeah. using one yarn. Um, and then if people say they could knit and purl, what about a moss stitch square? Mm -hmm. Um, you know and so we're going to build like that so we've we've all been working hard at our five plain jane squares right. and then later on <laughs> i got freedom because i took time out to do some um some yarn bombing of the tree in my garden ready for yesterday's celebrations oh, that's, so, nice. <laughs> that's wonderful <laughs> so yes um so we're just about to start i'm just going to put up this this afternoon or this evening um the second square mm -hmm. for everybody to have a go at so lovely and what's that one rebecca ah uh what is that one that one is going to be a diagonal square which is where you knit a diamond but when you turn it on its side it becomes a, a square but with the rows going corner to corner instead of side to side yes that's right now i've never done one of those but i believe they're not difficult it's just um it's just a case of actually getting the guidance and i i must say i mean i've i've done a lot of garter stitch squares but i really enjoyed your instructions for the the plain jane because you do a, a slip stitch purl uh, stitch for the first um, stitch of every row and I, it gives a lovely neat edge i've never done that before so i'm learning something new <laughs> Oh, that's and, lovely. Well, yeah. the thing is, if people want to, um, if people want to sew their squares together to make a blanket, well, that's that's fair enough. But if people want to crochet them together, by slipping that first stitch, you get almost like a chain stitch effect going up the side. Ah, to crochet into—that's very useful. Yeah. So. Mm. Uh, 
it was a, a friend of mine from knitting group here in, in Melton, a lady called Yvonne. She mm -hmm. was the one who told me about that because uh, we were doing a blanket for one of the ladies in our knitting group um, had to go and have chemotherapy. So we were doing her a blanket for her to wrap around herself mm. while having her chemo. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully it helped because she's she's well and all finished with the um all finished with the chemo and everything so uh, mm. so that's great so, yeah. the one thing about uh, knitted squares and and blankets uh, for people who are sort of going through something is that they are knitted by hand and with love and i think it's more than just a warm thing to to wrap around your shoulders it really does signal care and love from the people that do care about you yes very much so and mm. um, I, I often think you know I'm knitting stitches but I'm knitting love into these squares very nice. yeah so that, uh, you know the, the, hopefully the kids I know it's a, a a funny you know funny way of thinking of it but I hope the children feel the love from us all when they have these blankets wrapped around them as mm -hmm. well as the and the blanket the warmth from our hearts absolutely so Re rebecca if anybody sort of hasn't come across the the um the knit along the uh kaz knit along in the forum um where else can they find your instructions um it's also on the facebook page knit a square uk okay okay and there is another knit a square facebook page which i think is um the one for this for South Africa, and it doesn't yep. have the UK tag on it. So I'm not sure that it's been posted there. I'll have to make sure that <clears throat> Rhonda perhaps uh, posts it up there because, um, you know, for, for many of our people, it would be lovely to find the instructions there too. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can, I can very easily copy it across onto there or share it across onto there. That wouldn't be a problem at all. That'll be lovely. So, um, well, I'm... I'm excited for the project because I, I must say I'm three squares into my my uh, five plain Janes and um, I should be able to finish the last two today. So I'll probably be able to catch up with you when you post your next um, um, diamond, uh, <laughs> your diamond corner. It's a corner one and I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Well, the important thing is if somebody hasn't started it yet, it's not a race. That's They're right. very it's welcome to come and join in and, you know, and, mm -hmm. and either start with the plain Janes or just start with whatever square we're on and backfill with the other things later. Mm -hmm. And then will you remind us how many squares we're going to have all together? There'll be 35 because okay. when a blanket's put together, there's five rows that are seven long or seven rows that are five long so uh, that gives us the 35 squares and I do have a plan mm -hmm. for how we can put them all together but if people want to put them in a different fashion I'm not going to be precious about it. <laughs> no no but I'm just, it'll be fun to, to look at your plan and um, tell me it's it's double knitting yarn and uh, we can use anything acrylic or any kind of uh, yarn we like isn't that so Yes, yes, that's right. Um, I'm using some, I, I mean, the other thing is at this time, a lot of us are having to rely on our stash. So I'm using some that um, I bought, gosh, quite a long while ago now, maybe a year, maybe slightly more ago now in, um, in Aldi. So, because uh, it's a good, 
hard wearing um, but still quite warm um, yarn makes a good mm -hmm. fabric so uh, so yes and and you know I've suggested that for each um, stitch each type of square you might want to use the same color but frankly you know there's no reason why you should mm -hmm. because as I say it's it's good for using up our stash as well I think that I think that's the 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 value of it I, I had a lot of yellow very bright sunshine yellow that I'd bought just before the lockdown so I I envisaged myself only being able to make say yellow and a couple of accents <laughs> <laughs> but fortunately our yarn shop actually opened up um with our stage four lockdown which happened last Monday and for whatever reason they've now allowed us to to purchase wool so i went in and i got some turquoise and um bright pink and some gray and i think i'm going to combine all those colors and just make a very bright <laughs> cheerful cheerful it's blanket out of that beautifully bright mm. wonderful yeah. yeah definitely very good mm. well great is there anything else that you want to add um for our members uh, before we end off about the knit to square knit along or um just encouragement for for our the covid lockdown um well yes stay in and stay safe definitely follow the uh, follow the instructions because mm. um, we want to all be here at the end to uh, see our blankets appear on the uh, square circle forum and definitely. With regard to the knitter square, just, you know, keep calm. It'll be great. And mm. don't worry about, oh, everybody else is two squares ahead of me or something. It, it really doesn't matter. We'll all have ones that we do faster and ones that we take our time over. Absolutely. So yeah. And depending on where you are in the world, it'll, um, we'll have to sort of abide by when the postage is going to be <laughs> able yeah. to, to resume. Isn't that so? Yes, yes, I've got uh, rather a lot of squares. I'm just looking in the corner of my dining room where I pile them all up and uh, there's rather a big pile. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to be very exciting. And of course, we, you, you can send them by very slow mail when you do send them. So it's, you can keep your costs of postage down because they do always yes. arrive. It's just a you know, case of, um, it depends on on the... All, all sorts of logistics with our postage system because South Africa's postage system is notoriously slow, but it, everything does get here eventually and we sew them all together and do our distributions. Yes, well, I, um, I send mine from the UK mm. on their, um, I think it's called Economy Small Pass Package Overland, but oh. it, it says it will take up to 60 days to get there. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it gets there really quickly, which is amazing. That's so nice know. to know. Okay, that's great. I'm, I just catch it, you know, send mm -hmm. it on the day that the stuff's setting off or something. But yeah, so nice. fortunately, unlike our cast sisters in uh, in America, we can use, uh, we don't have to use airmail to get our things there. Yes, yes. Oh, that's marvellous. Yeah. yeah. Well, good, Rebecca, um, and enjoy the, the weather while it stays warm <laughs> and enjoy your beautiful <laughs> spring garden. It sounds lovely. 
<laughs> and we'll all be knitting together and, and staying sort of focused on, on our mission. So yeah, <laughs> the time to go a bit faster, put a, you know, put you, put you few stitches on your needle and off you go. And the time goes much faster. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been lovely chatting to you, Rebecca. It's so nice to have connected after all this time. So um, <laughs> thank you so much. You're very welcome. <laughs> okay. Lots of love and goodbye. Bye now. Well, thank you for joining me for today's episode of the Knitter Square podcast. I hope the interview with um, Wandi gave you more insight into the way that we work and the distributions and the condition of the um, the informal settlements, the the state um, of need that the the children and their parents are in. Um, and also, uh, I hope that the interview with Rebecca in England um, has inspired you to get involved in the KAS Cal because that knit along is a wonderful way for us all to stay connected, to be working on a common project, and to be doing something that is very, very um, applicable and valuable for the whole Knitter Square mission to be able to get blankets out to these vulnerable children. So please um, remember to tell your friends about the podcast. Um, you're welcome to get in touch with me at leanne at knittersquare.com, uh, which is my email address, uh, to ask for anything in particular that you'd like to hear on the podcast. Um, or please remember to visit the Knitter Square website and join the the Square Circle Forum, where you can um, read all the discussions and see the, the lovely pictures of um, squares and blankets and toys that are being posted by our members. Um, and you can connect with a group that is even in your area, which would be lovely, because then, of course, you can um, arrange to post your, your things together, maybe in one of those big boxes by C-mail, and it'll eventually get to us and it'll just keep costs down. So thanks again, and um, I look forward to our next time. This is Leanne Hunt, casting off. You can find show notes at www.knit-a-square.com slash kas-podcast. Please tell your friends about this podcast if you've enjoyed it, and you can share links on Facebook, Twitter, and wherever your knitting friends congregate. Together, we are bringing hope to South Africa's vulnerable children, one square at a time.